Oh, you know, I'm just pleased that the building across the street isn't drilling and sawing right now. I got a nice, quiet pocket to record the podcast. Oh, life is good. The world's oldest living land creature is a gay tortoise named Jonathan, just in case you were wondering. You know, I know you guys sometimes are like, you're on your way to work and you're thinking to yourself, geez, I wonder what the oldest land creature is and what the hell is its name? Oh, and not only that, what is its, uh, what is its sexual preference? What <laughs> Perhaps it could be a gay land animal. I'm not against that. Hey, I got no problem with gay tortoises. All right, do you? How do you even know a tortoise is gay? Is it just like, you know, dry humping another tortoise of the same gender? Like, how does this work? How do you... Maybe maybe I'm stupid, but I, you know, I don't... I'm not familiar with, like, gay lifestyles of other organisms. I'm just, I'm just not. I must have missed that documentary. Is it on Netflix? Someone want to clue me in? Uh, <laughs> Henrietta, <laughs> the lesbian pelican. <laughs> Jonathan is a tortoise living on the British colony island, St. Helena, and he happens to be nearly 200 years old. Yes, tortoises do live long, don't they? Uh... And while he had lived 26 of those years with his female tortoise companion, Frederica... What are these people got names? What is going on here? Um, a recent examination found that the reason the pair hadn't had any offspring is because both Jonathan, Jonathan and Frederica, all of that time, they were male. <laughs> Frederica has since been renamed F- Frederick. <laughs> Come on. What the? How did they not know? Uh, uh, 25 years? They've... You know, the local scientists have been monitoring these tortoises and they, were, they had no clue that one of them was not a female that they thought was a female. Like, how, what kind of scientists are these? How do you, show me a male ta- turtle. Like, show me its male parts and then I'll be able to tell you if there's more male parts on the other one. Okay, I don't even need a science degree to do that. Okay? <laughs> tortoises, have, tortoises have penises, man. They come out. I've seen them. I've seen them. There's videos on YouTube of tortoises... Uh, you're probably like, Jonesy, why do you watch tortoises making love? Because, <laughs> guys, I get lonely. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, someone, this is weird, but someone, someone at, over the years sent me a video of, of a, a tortoise having sex with another tortoise because it was really funny. And that's why. Because the tortoise was making this really funny noise. It was going... I swear to God, this is what it was doing. It was... <laughs> It was on the back of this other tortoise and like slowly humping it. Like such a slow, imagine the slowest hump you've ever heard, you've ever seen. Like just slow motion hump. And it was going, I swear to God, I swear to God, you can find this video. So, but anyways, so you get to see a tortoise had sex. So I know tortoises do this and they have penises because you can see the penis come out. I was there. But how do these scientists not get with it? Like, hello, you're a scientist. You, you obviously know biology. And if you're, you're, if you're monitoring a tortoise, you're probably a friggin' tortoise expert or a reptile expert. Is a tortoise a reptile? I don't know. Well, anyways, written up by the Times at, as St. Helena tortoise has a gay old time. <laughs> they wrote it. They made a story about how the tortoises had, a, had a, such a gay old time. <laughs> The story is a, is a tale that spans thousands of miles and decades. Jonathan, who's become a symbol for the island, arrived from the Seychelles Islands in the 1880s as a gift along with three other tortoises. Now, Freder- Frederick arrived in 1991 as, oh, as a gift from the French consul to the governor of St. Helena and has been Jonathan's mate ever since. 
Though, though Jonathan is widely believed to be the oldest critter on land in history, not in history, but currently in the U.S., no, not even currently in the U.S., currently in all of the world, wow, I do a news show and I can't even do it well, he still has some time to go before eating, for, for beating the current record for the oldest reptile, which is 189 years. Well, who, what is that? Who is it? An unconfirmed claim did have one tortoise living into his 250s. Wow. While Jonathan currently suffers from cataracts and has lost his sense of smell, how do they know that? How do they know the tortoise has lost its sense of smell? What kind of scientists are these? You have, you have tools that tell you that it's lost its sense of smell, but not a tool that tells you, oh, that's a penis and the, or, or that's not a penis. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Who's in charge of this island? <laughs> uh, I'm just happy to know that there's gay turtles out there, to be honest with you. I just <laughs> I think that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, the gay, t- the gay turtles. <laughs> are there other gay animals out there that you guys have heard of because I've never heard of this before this is all new to me alright maybe I'm a moron I don't know but like I haven't heard of this so if you want to send me some stories about other gay animals I'm open to it <laughs> okay let's get to the bottom of this gay animal community and find out what is going on <laughs> I thought just it was just a thing that human beings were doing I didn't. I had no idea that um, you know I could per- perhaps find gay hummingbirds out there I mean I don't know I mean if anything's going to be gay it's going to be a hummingbird <laughs> <laughs> They're like flowers. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to call in or send me a note, I would love to hear from you. Uh, my number is 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com or you can DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. So yeah, send me some uh, information on <laughs> gay organisms. I'm into it. <laughs> Massachusetts allows a school to continue with electric shocks. I was shocked to read this headline. I am from Massachusetts, and let me tell you, disclosure, I don't condone this activity. (laughs) I do not. I don't condone the electric shock of students or really anybody out there, to be honest with you. I know there's a few people I wouldn't mind electric shocking, you know. (laughs) There's a few few people in public office that I should be shocked (laughs) a little bit, (laughs) but not the kids. Come on, what's wrong with you shocking the kids? What is this, 1880? I don't understand it. Or whatever they shocked kids, whatever year that was. <laughs> I'm sure. No, you hear stories about these kids, like these old school, I don't know, talk to anybody that's old, really old, they'll tell you that they were hit at school, which is crazy to me. My mom was hit by nuns, she said. Nuns would hit me with a ruler. I'm like, that is, that is insane behavior. Nuns hit you with a ruler. And you went every day? Nuns hitting you with a ruler and you went? <laughs> Anyways, apparently they're electroshocking people as well. I had no idea, and I'm from Massachusetts, but... Okay, so, uh, apparently, recently, video of electric shock conditioning used inside the Judge Rottenberg Educational Center was released to the public for the first time. Oh, this was in 2012 that it actually... The video was dated in in 2012, but they just released it. It showed 18-year-old Andre McCollins being restrained face down, shouting for help from the people around him. He's given repeated shocks, which cause him to scream in pain. The, the footage appears to show him being tortured. The Judge Rottenberg Center is not a rogue interrogation facility in a failed state, however, but it's a facility for children and adults with learning disabilities in Massachusetts. Oh, this is crazy because this is so coincidental because the other, the other night I was really bored and I watched um, a documentary about a, like a, a, a home for kids with, uh, and adults even, for um, uh, 
mental disabilities in Staten Island that during the 80s, I guess, uh, that a journalist, Geraldo Rivera, like brought a camera in and showed everybody the, 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 the awful the awful conditions in this place. Like, it was awful the way they treat these people in these facilities. It's unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. It was almost brought me to tears. It was so bad. So bad. And to, to think that, that was in like 1980, to think it's still going on, you've got to be kidding me. Ah, <sighs> my goodness. Well, last week, the facility won a legal challenge, which will allow it to continue to use shock treatments on its students. Well, how do you win that challenge? How do you win that challenge? Who is in charge of this? A lawsuit was brought by the Massachusetts governor's office, um, which first sued them to stop the practice. But here's the person, I think. But Judge Catherine Fields of the Briscoe County Probate and Family Court ruled that the state had failed to demonstrate that this procedure of shock therapy, quote, does not conform to the accepted standard of care for treating individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Uh, Oh yes, okay. So that's their their claim was that they didn't ex- they didn't conform to the uh, to the proper blah blah blah. All right, I'm not making sense here because I'm extremely hungover. <laughs> this school, anyways, this school remains the only facility in the U.S. that is allowed to use electric shocks on children for behavioral purposes. And you have to be kidding me. We should shut this place down. This should be shut down. How does this exist? This is insane talk. Really unbelievable. The article goes on to tell you. Uh, how the electric shock treatment works. In case you don't know, they uh, it's called GED, and it puts electric shock is distributed to the patient's skin for up to two seconds, uh, and they put the electric nodes on on their skin, sometimes on their temples. I mean, you've seen the movies where this happens. I mean, this is crazy shit. I mean, really. I would like to call this place, and I don't know what would happen. I would like to. I don't know. I just want to do something about it. I don't know. Let's do a Kickstarter. We'll raise money to uh, bring a bulldozer and we'll just tear this down because it should be torn down. I mean, you can't be shocking kids. I don't get it. This is like old school. That's like old school mental approaches. You know what I'm saying? Like when they used to put leeches on people's backs and shit because they thought that it sucked out the bad, the bad energy. And then it would shock them. I mean, we all know the history, right? This stuff doesn't work. I, I assumed it, it wasn't practice anymore. I assumed there wasn't an institution out there operating as though it was 1740. <laughs> but apparently there is. And embarrassingly, in my home state. Oh, man, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, man, this is awful. Awful. It's weird. And I'm embarrassed. So Canadians spotted three UFOs per day in the year 2017, according to a recent survey. That's pretty cool. I like seeing UFOs, and I'm going to tell you a little anecdote about what I think was a a UFO encounter that I had the other night. In a moment. (laughs) Last September, 10 campers in Quebec said they watched as a glowing pyramid-shaped object floated above their trailer and came to a halt midair. The group says the unusual object hovered above the campsite and emitted an intense red light. A moment later, the light flickered and it flew out of sight. The unexplained encounter is one of the best documented UFO sightings reported in Canada in 2017. In fact, last year, 1,101 people reported seeing unusual lights and shapes in Canada's skies, according to the annual Canadian UFO survey released by Ufology Research of Manitoba. Interesting. That's a lot of UFOs. Just imagine the amount that weren't reported. So now, how many times has a UFO been in the sky? Then totally, when you take that into consideration, the ones that weren't reported, and even the ones that no one ever even saw. You know, like a tree that falls in the middle of the forest and no one's there to see. Like, how many of that is going on? In other words, there's so many UFOs all over the place. Uh, 
Okay, so this amounts to about three UFO sightings in Canada each day. It was the highest, the fifth highest number of sightings since this survey began in 1989, says a science writer who spearheaded the project. UFOs still seem to be a thing. They haven't gone away and they don't seem to be declining in numbers, the researcher said. The report collects and analyzes UFO sightings across the country each year. A team then analyzes the reports, including photographs and other evidence, for the reliability and strangeness factor. Ooh, strangeness factor. Ooh. And on 1 to 10, this was a, this was a strangeness of 6. <laughs> what would be a strangeness of 10? I wonder if they, if they give you, uh, <laughs> if it's a pro bono proctologist <laughs> coming in the night to give you a free exam. <laughs> That's a strange one. That happens. People go, people, people claim that aliens have fondled their buttocks. I, I know it's, they, they do. I mean, it's crazy stuff out there. I, I don't know what to think of it. But by the way, this article reminded me of another website that I'm familiar with. Cause by the way, guys, I'm, I'm into like paranormal and weird shit like that. Obviously I host a weird news show. I mean, but yeah, I'm really into that stuff. And I used to host a paranormal show on, um, a, a television. It was kind of a local television thing, but it was, it was a show anyways about, about weird, really weird shit. Uh, so if you go to this website, called ufostalker.com. They tell you how many sightings. This is in the, I believe it's all over the world. 77 last week. There's like a tally. 404 last month. Last year, 5,761. All-time sightings reported to this website. 88,000. That's crazy. 88,000 sightings reported to this one website here. So you can imagine how many UFOs are just coming and going out there and some are being seen and some are being reported as these websites can attest to and as the Canadian survey could attest to as well. Uh, So the other night, my story was I was out very late on my balcony, which overlooks downtown Los Angeles. I was with, um, I was with my neighbor, Evelyn, who is lovely. And um, we were drinking wine and we were, it was, it was three, almost three in the morning because, you know, I like to get down. (laughs) That's how I, that's how I do it. <laughs> late, late, late nights of wine drinking on a balcony. Because uh, <laughs> I'm crazy. Uh, anyway, so we, I have a, a view of the skyscrapers in downtown Los Angeles. And they're all lit up. And it's a beautiful view. And Evelyn and I watched as this green object moved across the skyline. It stopped in front of the buildings. And then it went up high. And then hovered over one of the buildings. Then it went behind the building. Then it disappeared. Then it came back to the right side of the building. And then at the top, and then it kind of moved its way down the side and disappeared below the the uh, you know, the, the apartment building that's right in front of me that I, that blocks my eyesight of the bottom of the buildings. Then just randomly appeared on another building far to the right, just bam, right on top of it. Like this was crazy shit. We kept asking ourselves, is this is this a drone? Well, I've never seen a drone. First of all, we're talking about skyscrapers here. Can drones? I don't know what if drones can go as high as these skyscrapers. It was above the skyscraper. I mean, it, this is a very tall drone. Um, I've never seen a drone glow bright green like that. It was way too small to be a, a plane. It could have been this. It was. It probably was a li- looked like to be a little smaller than a helicopter, but it made no sound at all. And you know, the helicopters above here—they're just so loud. I hear them all the time. So it definitely wasn't that either. The next morning, I you know I did a Google search about UFOs in downtown LA. Came up with nothing. Um, did a search on Twitter for it as well. So, if any of you live in downtown LA, maybe you saw that shit. I don't know. I figured there had to be like uh, cameras on these buildings in downtown LA though, because they're you know these they're major office buildings and it's in the financial district, and so there's got to be cameras on the sides of these buildings. I thought maybe some one of these CCTV cameras would have picked up something and I could see it, but nothing. But uh, Evelyn and I 
you know, we talked about it yesterday when I saw her. We swear we saw a UFO, but we don't know. So when I came across this article, I was like, oh, that's kind of coincidental. Uh, all the UFOs. Have you guys ever seen a UFO? I would love for you to call into Weird AF News and give me a little bit of a, a story about that. Keep it, keep it short, please. Uh, and <laughs> send me pictures if you got pictures and video. That would be even cooler. Oh, man, I'd love to see that shit. Uh, yeah, you got my number. I don't have to give it to you again. It's in the previous segment. <laughs> hey, it's Jonesy, Weird AF News, guys. I hope you had a great weekend. I did as well. And I want to thank all of those of you who, who reached out to me over the weekend. Uh, the calls were amazing. Amber Smiles Jones, as always. So loved it. I mean, it's just great to hear from you. Uh, also, James in Texas and your wife. Loving it. You guys are my favorite people in Texas now. This is great. And if I ever go through there, we have to... We have to have a beer together. I want to have a beer with you and your wife on your front porch. I just feel like that would be an amazing experience. And regarding that senatorial thing, that was a that was a total technical glitch on my part. I wasn't supposed to put that call out there. And so I went in. And so you were right, James. You were right that it, it played. And you were right that it was a senator. Uh, so I had to remove that. <laughs> but if you guys like that shit, I called, I called, I prank called several uh, candidates for governor and senator in California um, and cause I got, cause I'm weird. What the hell? Of course I did. Cause I don't know. I got a pamphlet in the mail and it was like, here are the candidates. And I read over their bios and I looked at their pictures and I couldn't, they were so, some of them are such idiots. And I'm like, these guys can't possibly be running for office. Like who is allowing this to happen? You know, you heard a call from a guy named Don, who's just such a crackpot idiot, you know, and, and, and the thing that he wrote in his bio was crazy. They, they were allowed to write a little bio and you can see, oh my God, they're a, this is a crazy person. And some of the photos show them too. And they look like they're crazy people. I called one guy who looked like he's wearing this crazy hat. Oh my God, he's a maniac and he's running for governor. And I got him on the phone too. And that was, that's another funny one. And I, I could post these if you guys are into him, but so I'm sorry if I, that I doubted you, James. I didn't, in my haste posting that episode, I didn't, I didn't double check it, which is why I need an intern, which is why you guys need to donate to Weird AF News through my Patreon so I can afford an intern and get some goddamn help in here. I'm doing everything myself. <laughs> All right. So James, thank you. Uh, also an unknown caller. I couldn't get your name, but man, dude, you're hilarious. And I want to thank you for calling in. Uh, he, he, the guy that said he listens to Weird AF News while blazing. I love that. That's a great way to listen to Weird AF News is to smoke weed and then just, just get totally blazed and listen to Weird AF News. I mean, that's got to be a great experience. I've never done that. I've only smoked weed and then and then uh, uh, recorded Weird AF News. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. <laughs> so I don't know what that's like. Also, this caller works with special needs kids, so that's wonderful. And I'm happy to um, you know give you a laugh on your after a long day of working um, with special needs kids, which is a difficult thing, I would imagine. That's a very hard job, and so kudos to you, bro, for doing that. You're a good person. We need people like you that that uh, want to really, although you work a job, you have to make money to support yourself, but you, you chose to do something that's kind of, in a way, really giving back to the community. And it's not easy working with developmental people. I mean, obviously. Uh, so, also, uh, emails... From uh, Ryan Sprague, who said, I uh, discovered you on my Google Assistant. I listened to you on my way to work. The penis call was hilarious. Dude, thank you for the shout out on the penis call. Love the penis call. Uh, that was my favorite part <laughs> of the day. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to Monica Palmer, Palmer, who sent me an article that I'm going to get into. And on Instagram, Natasha Chambers, who said, uh, the only reason I even know your pod existed was because my Google Home Mini app suggested it to me when I was getting... When I was setting up my news list thing. Uh, love your work, man. Keep it up. So thank you, Natasha. That is very nice of you. Also, uh, Ray McKinley on Instagram. 
Loved my senator call <laughs> that you weren't supposed to hear. Thanks, Ray. And Shelby Finn, who reached out on Instagram from Pittsburgh. She says, hey, Jonesy, love your podcast. My boyfriend and I listen every day in Pittsburgh. Also want to tell you, my boyfriend and I met as bill collectors, and I agree with, with what you were saying the other day. Office romance gets us through our shitty job. Of course it does. See, people are connecting. People are getting me, and I'm getting you. This is great. I, You know? Absolutely, office romances are amazing. I love that. And I, it's great that you guys hooked up as bill collectors. And it's great. That, it's nice to hear it from another bill collector say, like, our shitty job. Yes, because I did that, man. And it's such a shitty job. Oh, man. Shelby and, and your boyfriend, you know, uh, I'm grateful for you be, as being, a, being fans. And please, uh, get. I have advice for you. Get out of bill collecting as soon as you can. It's the worst. It's the it's the worst. My little brother still does it. Oh, man. I'm like, dude, get out. He's been doing it so long. I'm like, stop. You have to stop. Uh, okay, so I, I covered that. Emails. What else did I want to say? Okay, so you can reach out to me uh, at funnyjones at gmail.com if you want to email me yourself. You can send me articles and stuff. I love that shit. Uh, also, call 646-450-2012 if you feel like it. I'm going to publish some calls at the end of this so you can listen to them. They're great. Uh, also... Uh, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can uh, find out different ways that you can support Weird AF News if you're into it. Um, if, you, if you're a huge fan, you listen all the time, you know, I would appreciate it if you uh, bought me a cup of coffee a month. I think, that would, I think that's great. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. I'm drinking some cold brew right now that I made in my kitchen. So, And if you happen to be in L.A., I'll make you cold brew too. I mean, that's the kind of guy I am, all right? I'll make you some cold brew. We'll drink it on my balcony and wait for the UFO to come. Josie, I just heard your story about the dude who called the police because he broke into an escape room and could not get himself out. I gotta tell you, man, he definitely deserves the idiot award of the of the week. How, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, keep up the content, man. It's your girl Amber Smiles Jones from the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor. Hey, what a time, and Damien, you know what it is? Uh, you know, I found Weird AF News by setting up my Google Home, and it was like one of the first like 10 or 20 suggested news sources, right? There was like BBC, CNN, Globe and Mail. Uh, the, it was right underneath The Daily Show. I think it was the second or third suggested comedy. So, yeah, it's one of the few newses. And so you got a pretty good plug there. And uh, I listen to Weird AF News while blazing, usually when I get home from work. I work with kids in therapy and uh, special needs kids. It's a little intense sometimes. I get home, rip a bunch of bong rips, and listen to Jonesy and laugh my nuts off. Much love, brother. Hang up the call, Google. Hey, Google, hang up the Hey, Jonesy, I heard your most recent podcast about the scientific study that says you should eat more walnuts and almonds if you got a low sperm count. So I guess the takeaway is that if your nuts don't have enough nut, you need to eat more nut. Is that right? Okay. Got it. Hey, Jonesy. It's James. And Angel. In Texas. Just want to let you know that we're going into the weekend here and going to miss your laughs. But I just wanted to talk about a few things on point here. Uh, number one, I wanted to comment on um, the penis study story that you did. First of all, yes, that was hilarious. And the dude had a great attitude about it. 
I was really, really happy that he was able to be adult about it and carry on the conversation with you and end it on a light note. But it was great. Second of all, I wanted to let you know that the um, the story on the um, what you call the gubernatorial candidate call, it was actually said on Alexa because that's where we heard it. That's where we hear all of your podcasts what is on Alexa, and you definitely called it senatorial. His name was Don, I believe his first name was. And, um, I mean, because we don't, we don't go and watch the videos all the time. Very few of them have we done that. Um, that's not to say we don't like it. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that most of the time we hear your podcast is on our Alexa device. Okay, third of all, don't ever worry about about uh, upsetting me or anything like that about <laughs> or um, um, you know about my religion or anything like that. Um, listen, I'm a disabled American, and I make fun of myself all the time. Dude, you had me rolling tonight. I was crying. I was laughing so hard on the stories that you did today. It was so funny, okay? Yeah. All right? And now my wife wants to say something to you. I was just talking about the pause. Oh, the pause on that, uh, on that senatorial or gubernatorial call that you were talking about was probably about 10 minutes long before you started talking. And, yes, it was on the Alexa where we heard it, okay? Anyway, I hope you have a great weekend. Have a few beers like we are. And um, looking forward to hearing you on Monday, okay, buddy? You be careful. Take care. Keep the laughs coming, buddy. Bye, Jonesy.